have to be an either-or proposition. It's actually both. Like all great crafts, there is some science and there is some art involved. And the science, actually, as we look at the research that's going on, is very new. When you think about research devoted to data viz, it's really only in the past two, three decades that it's taken off. So the science is very young, and they're learning new things every day. And the craft is a couple hundred years old. So when you have this intermingling, I think of that as a craft. And I also think of something like writing as a craft, where you have some mix of rules and some mix of understanding when the rules are important and when they should be less important, but also that sense of context, of understanding who the customer is, what you're trying to get accomplished, so on and so forth. That's sort of what I mean by craft, yeah. All right. I'm going to ask you the total novice question here. What is the importance of color in communicating an idea? Well, color is powerful. That's the first thing that people should know is that our eyes go to color. Dominant colors are very powerful. What people tend not to understand and what actually, honestly, software programs completely don't understand is that the human mind really can only handle a few colors at a time. Depending on who you talk to, at the very, very most, eight colors at once. And even then, we're going to have some struggles trying to hold those colors in our mind and remember what they represent. Um, you know, four to six is probably a safer number, but it, it depends on who you talk to. So that's number one, that people have to remember that, you know, software programs will just take all of your variables and give a different color to each one. And you see this sometimes on charts with many variables. There'll be 10, 12, 14 colors. And it looks very pretty, and it draws the eye, but it's very hard to pull meaning from it. The other thing about color is that it can be used really strategically if we think of our information as primary and secondary. If we think of the idea we're trying to convey and then the context that is going to help make that idea pop being secondary. And what you can do is use those richer, darker hues for the idea you're trying to convey to help make the idea pop. And then for the secondary information, use paler and sort of less saturated hues, grays, very pale blues and things like that to provide the context so you can see the thing that pops against it, whether it's going higher than the secondary information or lower or right in the middle, but will not try to fight for our attention. In the book, you indicate that there's a place for storytelling as it relates to data visualization. How can great visualization support storytelling and vice versa? First of all, I think it is one of the most important tools that people who are doing data visualization should be using. And I think a lot of charts, actually, that people produce are stories. You hear people actually put charts on a screen and say something like, this chart tells the story of. What we have to do is start thinking about not trying to stuff an entire story into one chart, but to break those charts down into a story and to use the basic storytelling structure that humans are so innately attracted to, which is set up conflict resolution. Stories as old as time use this form. It is the form for narrative, right? Set up conflict resolution is just how our brains relate to information. So there are ways to use that structure to break down a single chart into parts, create the setup, set your exposition, then have some conflict. What happened that was going to change your data and where might that go? And then resolution, show the final product. It's a really powerful tool. It's a really good presentation technique. And hopefully the way we present it in the book will help people think about their charts in that way. Scott, is animation an important capability or is it a distraction? It's an important capability when deployed carefully. There's a man named Jacques Bertin 
who in the late 60s created a really foundational theory for data viz in a book called Semiology Graphique. It was in French. And he identified seven variables that we use to create visualizations, things like space and color and distance. But animation is so important that it actually became an eighth basic variable of visualization. The eye follows change, the eye likes to see change, the eye comprehends change in very specific ways. So if you can use that animation to demonstrate your idea and how it changes over time or how it changes in general, usually over time, you will have a really profound impact on your audience. What often happens, though, is people deploy what I would call animation for animation's sake. They make things move around, but not to help tell the story, just to sort of make the eye stop and look and be captivated. And captivation is important, but it's not going to help you get to understanding if that animation isn't also doing a job of telling the story of the data. I'm reminded of a very early but very impactful TEDx talk with, uh, I believe the scientist's name was, was Hans Rosling, uh, I yeah. believe his name was. And he, he did this whole thing with this visualization software of these...